Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Spilling the Beans. As per usual, I'm your host, Chris Bean, and today is a special day for podcasting because we got a special guest on the show today. Um, one of my best friends, uh, Carter Reading. Hello, everybody. This is Carter Reading, also known as Black Belt Gamer 98, the Fire Spitter, Black Belt Gamer 98, and Blaze Wing Inferno. Up of the morning to laddies, all that other fun jazz. Wow. <laughs> so this is what it looks like to be on the internet. Yeah. Must say. Or what it sounds like anyway. No echo, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is a good room, so we should be good. Well, it's our corner of the internet. That's right. Well, how's it feel to have your voice heard? Well, I'm not hearing any responses out of our community here. But I'm sure we'll hear all about it in the comments section. Yeah. Okay, that's good. If I did hear voices immediately, that would freak me out because this isn't supposed to be a live stream. And this isn't one of dead. Then this isn't some sort of fourth wall breaking instance. No. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Fourth wall exists. Or yeah. Does it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're gonna get your jollies tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Prepare to be entertained for sure. <laughs> So, uh, why don't you just tell us a few things about yourself? Oh gosh, well, I, yeah, where to start? Well, for one, I am a very hyperactive individual and always try to get a smile out of folks. I tend to be a good friend to folks and I also enjoy just having a good time. Family friendly, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. People who know me know how strict I am with my entertainment when it comes to the rules for it. I enjoy, well, reading, of course, duh, the name. <laughs> how could you not? Yeah, I love to draw a little bit. I enjoy funny videos on the internet and a few folks such as, uh, by the way, not sponsored by these folks, uh, Chugga Conroy of the Runaway Guys is one of the folks that I follow on YouTube if you like puns and don't mind losing your hearing once in a while from his loudness, go right ahead. <laughs> He's tone deaf, so make all the jokes you want about him not being able to sing. Emil, I mean no disrespect, buddy. If you're hearing this, thank you for listening. Hope you do well in your projects. You do a lot of work, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I do... I'm a bit of a musician myself. I play recorder flute, and actually can play it decently, not like all those screechy memes that we hear every two minutes. <laughs> and I also sing and do some vocal impressions, one of which I have to be very careful of around our host because he finds it rather disturbing for good reason. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? This podcast, it's not about me, so if you really want to share it, go for it. Mm. We won't stop you. I'd rather not. Because, okay. you know, being assaulted by that particular character's voice all the time would not do well for your sanity. <laughs> I'm trying to be considerate here. Okay, that's, that's very generous of you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had a song go off in my head. No, you're good. <laughs> so, what about your experience with Taekwondo? Taekwondo, martial art from good old Korea. Yep, the art of the hand and foot as it is translated. Did it from my fourth grade year of elementary school all the way through high school. I had gone all the way up through the ranks up to the first degree black belt, essentially your starting level black belt. And holy hana banana is it nuts. Like, <laughs> you think martial arts is all fun and games. 
Nelly. It is not all fun and games. Pretty crazy, huh? Oh yeah, it's the full body workout and it's a really good way to discipline your mind, body, and a little bit of your spirit as well. Mm -hmm. Plus you make a lot, of new, a lot of good friends and, well, you learn a little bit about yourself and just your physical capability. How much work did you put into training? Oh, heavens above. I probably have put in... I, I, oh boy, I don't even have a number for that. <laughs> it's just that big of a number. I mean, come on, going from fourth grade through high school, through my senior year of high school. Sorry about the yelling, everybody. It's all good. Through the my senior year of high school, which is essentially eight years plus of martial arts training. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a lot to think about. Like in eight years, I achieved one of those things that you'd think would be an end goal, but is more of a next chapter. Yeah, for those who want to try martial arts, fun fact, Taekwondo sparring is an Olympic sport. So, although it's not on the uh, public airwaves, because who wants to watch martial arts sparring? That actually sounds pretty entertaining. It is, though you can't watch it online. The first three 2.5 matches, because after uh, halfway through the second match, guess what the internet decides to do? They say, oh, you like what you're watching? Subscribe and pay our souls. Oh us. no! <laughs> I was so miffed last summer Olympics when I was like, I was like, yes, yes, I get to see professional Olympics sparring. Yes, I get to see a match, and then the third match, like, here we go, next round of the of one sparring. Let's go! Come on! Are you <laughs> kidding me? Well played, internet, but no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. Oh yeah, I'm still a little salty about that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, heavens above. At least you got to see the first couple of videos. Yeah, and they were some they were pretty good. They didn't you didn't think they didn't go and waste time and go walk grand stage, karate kid. They just went just quick, fast, fierce, and just very orderly and controlled as well. Yeah. Definitely cool to see. One of my favorite things about uh people that have big commitments to martial arts is they seem very disciplined and I think that's a very cool quality to you have. See, if you met me before third, before fourth grade, you would know how disciplined I've become. Well, I met you in fifth grade. Was that any different? A little Just bit. A little. <laughs> that was, I think I was like a, I think it was like a yellow belt at the time, somewhere along that line. Maybe okay. near yellow green. Either way, it was early. Yeah. Yeah, also with martial arts folks, if you ever take it up, do not give flack to your instructors or they will let you know who the instructor is. Hmm. Yeah, you give them flack and Chris knows this because he's been to a couple of birthday parties that I've had over at my martial arts studio. That's right. You give it up to the instructor, they make sure that they remind you who's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. But yeah, just martial arts is a really good thing. And don't expect to be a master on your first day. Likely you'll start with your roundhouse kicks and fall on your rear end every single time. <laughs> that happened to me every time. Just There's a lot more to kicks and punches than just swinging an arm or a leg and hoping it hits. Yeah, unless you're the Hulk, then you can pretty much get away with that. I would debate on that just because it's... He may be strong, but he's not all that bright, so you <laughs> just have to outsmart him or wear him down or outlast him. Yeah. Though a direct hit, yeah, you'd have to be Thor. 
<laughs> okay. Thor or another Hulk. Okay. To withstand something like that. All right. I'll remember that next time I... Or uh, Deadpool. You yeah. can't kill Deadpool. Actually, you can't kill him. He just doesn't stay dead. That's true. What are your thoughts on Deadpool? Do you like okay. him? Okay. I like the character idea of Deadpool. Okay. However, there is a version that I wouldn't that I hold highest above them all. Okay. The version shown in the Ultimate or Spectacular Spider-Man TV show, wherein we get to have our most family-friendly Deadpool. Yes. No dirty jokes, nothing <laughs> that makes you want to bleach out your brains, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You want family-friendly Deadpool who still keeps the Deadpool spirit going and is just an absolute riot? Go right ahead, because the animators had left no mercy upon the show. <laughs> not even the title card was, uh, not even the little title logo was spared. Like, yeah. it actually got the two katanas, and instead of Spider-Man, it said Deadpool. Oh, no. Laws <laughs> <laughs> of reality, what's that? <laughs> That's hilarious. It is among those characters of an archetype I call reality breakers. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Another example is anyone who uses a Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts. Anyone from Kid Icarus Uprising by Nintendo. Funny game. I'd recommend watching Let's Plays. And a few other characters, but I will only mention them if I feel the need to. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. A character who's reality-breaking like that is fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. done right. Have you ever been to the store and seen, like, uh, they've been doing this recently... Uh, marketing for the second Deadpool movie that came out um, on uh, reg on different movies that aren't Marvel related, it'll just have Deadpool on it. Huh. And you know they did advertising like that way back when for Lilo and Stitch, if you recall, where Stitch was in a few different Disney properties, most notably <laughs> Beauty and the Beast during the iconic waltz. Oh, scene, and he yeah. brought the chandelier down. Oh, I remember that. That was that was so weird. <laughs> I didn't know what to think of that. I was just like, uh oh, oh boy, this guy's a mischief maker. Yeah. Okay, let's clean up and go for another take, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of ruined their moment. <laughs> it was such a sweet moment, and then Stitch, you just, your curiosity killed you, buddy. Yeah, he was the cat and he killed it. Even though he's disguised, air quotes here, as a dog. <laughs> <laughs> curiosity killed the genetically modified and birthed mutation thing that is Stitch. Yeah. You don't hear that every day. Eh, he's Stitch. <laughs> he's crazy. That's true. Not <laughs> too much you can word. expect. He's crazy in every sense of the word, yet brilliant at the same time. That's true. He does save the day. And so. was able to make a freaking hover car out of nothing, pretty much scratch. Yeah, basically MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver combined with Pinky in the Brain, who was successful. <laughs> okay. Basically. <laughs> that's that's a funny description. I mean, like, you want a big cake? Get Stitch, because the whole oven's your cake mold. <laughs> I'm not kidding, that's what happened for it in the end credits of that film. Spoilers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's like, ding, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That's, that's pretty silly. <laughs> it's Stitch, what do you expect? It's Disney. Yeah. Good old Disney. Yeah. Yeah, if you can tell, I grew up on Disney. Hey. No, that's a good thing. Disney is, you know, they make some of the best movies ever, you know? Eh. They, for the most part, they keep things family friendly. Right. Yes, I'm looking at you, Wade Wilson. <laughs> Shoo. Yeah. Have you, have you seen the new Incredibles movie yet? I have not, though it is on my list. All right. Along with Solo. Oh, you haven't seen Solo yet either? Nope. Interesting. Well, I won't say anything yet.
Yes, no spoilers. I highly recommend it. Trust me, I've heard a lot of good things about it. And I will say this, this isn't a spoiler, I didn't think it was detrimental to Han Solo's character. Even though Game Theory recently did release a video where they said he was a farce. Oh yeah? Yeah. I can see why they would think that, but computers can only do so much. Yeah. I mean, he, he looks a lot like Harrison Ford from the original, actually, all things considered. So you have to give them credit on the faithful acting and faithful at casting work. It, and it takes a while because it's really young Han Solo. So, of course, he's going to be a little bit of a, no offense, idiot. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, he's a bit of an idiot anyway, but he's more idiot than lucky tactician. Kind of like youthful it is idiocy in Solo. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> he thinks he can rule the world, and he's like, yay, oh, right, real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The plight of every person. <laughs> of course. The nice thing is, though, at least for me, after a while, you really accept that he's Han, and so you're like, oh yeah, it's just Han, you know, it's not some mm -hmm. different actor, you know? And yeah. I thought that, that made it really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. and I agreed. I'm like, it may be a different actor, but the character's still the same. <laughs> right. Especially... It's just a step back a little bit. But then again, yeah. we had that with the prequels. Yeah. Which, guys, chill about the prequels. <laughs> you wanted an exposition dump, you got it! <laughs> yeah. You, you want wanted to see the folks in Lucasfilm at the time do the best they can with the tools they had. That includes CGI. Yeah, Jar yeah. a bit of a nuisance, but it's better than having something super tense to the point where everything breaks from said tension. Like, and give the guy some slack for heaven's sakes. Yeah. He's just trying to help. What do you, what do you think of Jar Jar Binks? Do you like him? I like him. Okay. He is the comic relief character, and he is a sweet guy. I mean, yeah. yeah his speech pattern is a little, and just voice are a little, they can grate on your ears a little bit, but honestly, <laughs> it's funny to see just how lucky he gets. <laughs> Not to mention, one of the things is that he was giving his closing arguments during Star Wars 2. Yeah. That was closing arguments, which means technically voting was already done. Mm -hmm. He was just essentially saying, hey guys, thank you very much, now let us do this. Yeah. Like, honestly, Jar Jar is just really lucky, and he's a lot smarter than you give him credit for. He's just a bit klutzy is all. Yeah. Yeah, the Gungan dialect is, certainly is a little strange. Misa agree. Yeah, <laughs> of course. But what do you think of, uh, what's the name of the guy that goes... Boss Okay. I can do decently in that one, if I may. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Be gone with him! <laughs> that sounds a little too Jamaican. That sounds a lot like him, actually. That's pretty good. We son no about the Nabu. I got plenty more of that came from, ladies and gentlemen. Just oh. sit tight, grab the popcorn. This is going to be a fun one. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hey, uh, I guess while we're talking about Star Wars, what do you think of the newer ones in general? Okay, the newer ones, I can see why people have their gripes about them. But more often than not, what I see is things that are deal breakers for a lot of people that I hear about on the internet. Guys, those are nitpicks. <laughs> guess what? The original trilogy got away with much worse when you think about it. <laughs> By today's standards, it shouldn't have worked. Right. 
it's just I feel like there's so many good movies out there that people just expect like this this great big show like well British Showman <laughs> right you know. Yeah. They expect all the flashy lights, the colors, the drama, everything Hollywood. Right. And for better and for worse. And I feel like the new movies have done a good job with that. I agree. I like them. I mean, yeah, I will admit, Ray is a little bit of a Mary Sue. <laughs> okay. Essentially a character who seems to not be able to do any wrong is pretty much good at everything. I know. She really whoops Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens. Yeah. How, however, you gotta. I, I've thought about this though. You gotta give Kylo Ren some credit though. I mean, gotta give him credit. He just killed his father, which is probably a little Something traumatizing. Something that imbalances him insanely. Yeah. I mean, Snoke said it himself. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Spoiler warning. We should have said that earlier. Yeah. Well, if they haven't seen it by now, then yeah, it, it, it would have been spoiled mm, sooner or later. Fair enough. I mean, it's been out on DVD for a few months now. Yeah, and plus, Chewie did shoot him in the hip, so he was injured. Uh, I think it was more here. Somewhere on his side, you know? Yeah. That would have actually killed him if he hadn't immediately and instinctively done some force absorption. Yeah. The energy. So, yeah. And would have died if he were weaker in the force. And Finn um, did get a hit on him while they were fighting. It wasn't much, but it did, yep. definitely did add. Yep. So, I mean, Kylo, he, he did pretty good, all things considered, Plus, you know? Plus, that lightsaber. I can see how it's an issue, but honestly, if you're trained in that kind of weapon, you it's pretty much the same as having a regular lightsaber. It's just now there's two more blades you have to keep an eye out for. Yeah. And it's not too different. You just have to have a... You're just, your grip area is different, and just the way you're holding it yeah. changes around. But you can effectively do everything a normal lightsaber can. Yeah. I remember watching the trailer for uh, The Force Awakens. And it was the Swiss Army Saber meme. <laughs> yeah, the shot of his lightsaber comes up. Boom. And, at first... and then the first meme of the, Star... <laughs> of the new Star Wars series. Swiss Army lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> if MacGyver lived in that galaxy, that's the one he would have used for sure. Possibly. And of course, the joke from the Lego Force Awakens game. It just doesn't seem to work. It's like, oh, no, a little bit. <laughs> Kinda. Listen, that side. Work already. There we go. Lego, I love Lego Star Wars. They're so funny. Yes, Lego. You had something fall on top of Han Solo's head when Endor Moon was, base was blown up. Seriously, that's one of my favorite scenes in the cutscenes in the whole game. It's just. Yeah. Like, it's like, ah, look at me, guys. I'm awesome. We just, I just blew up the satellite dish. Boom. I remember that. Those, those are really fun games. I love these Lego parts of the Caribbean. Holy Hannah, Nana. <laughs> I haven't played those ones oh, before. Oh, and then there's Lego Harry Potter. I will say there is good catharsis in there, especially oh. once Umbridge shows up because she takes away your spell wheel, which you kind of oh, need to solve all the puzzles, technically. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you get to be the Weasley twins. I was playing pretty blind. So I didn't know what I was doing as the Weasley Twins until I got to the very end of the level. I was like, wait, I have to build something, don't I? Okay, let's blow up everything. <laughs> in Legos, that's what you, in Lego games, that's what you do, guys. Yes, Come on. absolutely. And then I saw these little parts hopping around. I'm like, wait. Oh. Oh, please tell me this is what I think it is, Dragon Head. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes. Yes is my reaction. And then I'm like... I was just like, you know how mad scientists just can't keep still in her own giddy and like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. Like that, that was me. I was just like, 
Oh, I'm rich. <laughs> I got a present for you. And I was just laughing so maniacally, evilly, and just crazy. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me doing this. Yeah, I said I got my spell wheel back. Just, yeah. I know. Such a, such a such great a moment. Leap and release of all that emotion. Just catharsis done right <laughs> in a children's game. Oh my cow, Lego. Keep doing what you do, you magnificent geniuses. I know. I love, nobody is too old to play with Legos. That's <laughs> what I always say. As a certain, as many people say on the internet, specifically on Go 316, you don't <laughs> grow old because, let's see, you don't stop playing because you grow old, you grow old because you stop playing. That's right. <laughs> Here's a good question. Who's your favorite Star Trek captain? Star Trek captain. Because I know your family is really into the sci-fi, so. Well, we're not as much Trekkies per se. Sure. Though if I had to say something, I would say I really like D Deep Space Nine or DS9. Hmm. That's got some good shenanigans to it. Okay. Is that the one with the... The space station and the commander guy who's, well, he's black. He's a really cool character. We've yeah. got Odo the shapeshifter, who's the police guard. We've got a guy from Jean-Luc Picard's ship. Oh, wow. Uh, I believe I forgot his name, dang nabbit. He's, always, he's in the yellow all the time. Uh, O'Brien, that's what his name was. Mm, okay. Yeah, there's also there's a bunch of characters there, and everyone goes through their arcs and just wonderful moments. Yeah, definitely. I'm not as... I'm really only familiar with the original Star Trek series. Yeah, but with good old... Um, uh, what was his name? James Tiberius Kirk. And his actor was, if I, I forgot, dang that. The actor is William Shatner. William Shatner, that's right. Who, I, I love that, that man. He's he awesome. He is a pretty cool guy, and rest in peace, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, that rest was sad. Rest in peace, good sir. That was, that was cool how they kind of gave him a tribute in the latest Star Trek movie that they made. Yeah, and he's also had some moments in Transformers and in Kingdom Hearts. In Transformers, by the way, guys, this is the Michael Bay films, he played Sentinel Prime. Oh, he did? I'm not kidding. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And with Kingdom Hearts, he play, his role, one and only role was Master Xehanort in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Did you know, have you seen the Disney movie Atlantis? Oh, yes. I have the second one. Oh, the second one. Yep. The I, one where they get to deal with Norse mythology. I've never seen that one. I got it in my place. But it's pretty fun. Oh yeah, you also get to deal with some uh, kind of uh, Native American mythology here oh, and there too. A interesting. Bit too. You, know, so you got the Kraken, you got a wind spirit, <laughs> and then you have Odin. Yeah. Odin in air quotes, mind you. <laughs> right. So, but yeah. you you know the you remember the plot of the first movie, right? Yeah. Essentially, everybody. <laughs> Poor Milo Thatch, just trying so hard to get his ideas out there, and no one attends his class. <laughs> I know, that's he so sad. He gets the sack, he gets a chance to do his favorite thing, and gets to go in a submarine, yes, we all know the joke, hear the Beatles song, no, wait, monkeys, Beatles, whatever they are. I think yeah. Beatles, yeah. You know, we all live in the yellow submarine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we know the joke, let's move on. Yeah. We get to see this lobster creature, like, the, that's called the Leviathan. Oh, yeah. The crystal, where we get to see some of the dangers of xenophobia. And it's really nifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you remember the, uh, like, chief of Atlantis? Yeah, the, the xenophobe. Old guy? Yeah. 
Um, did you know he's voiced by Leonard Nimoy? Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, I saw that in the credits. I was like, wait, I see it now, you know? Because you listen and you're like, oh, it, it is Mr. Spock, you know? Um, excuse me while I take a thing from Cinema Wins here, but Leonard Nimoy is always a win. Oh, Ding. agreed. I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with that. I want to meet him in heaven, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that you'll get, I'm sure every one of his fans that got to pass on gets to meet him and he's like, ah, I don't have smoking problems yeah. as much right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was a good actor. My roommate in college, he, um, one of his heroes, I guess you could say, was Leonard Nimoy. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like him, so yep. that's awesome. Cool characters that he's got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't think Spock would voice a villain character, but he's done two of them. Yeah, you never Actually, know. Technically three in a way, because the Chief of Atlantis, Sentinel Prime, and Xanor. Yeah, that's right. Really, the only big baddie he's done is Xanor. Yeah. Because everyone else was kind of a secondary villain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just lots of fun fandoms and nerdness I'm part of. Yeah. Hey, me too. I didn't really, I don't really consider myself a nerd, but I do a lot of nerd things, you know, like yeah. you, you saw me playing Heroes of the Storm earlier. Yeah, one of Blizzard's games. Yeah. It's a little dive into the MOBAs. Yeah. I, I play Hearthstone. It's their version of magic. Oh you know? dear, that thing is a money sink. <laughs> oh yeah? My brother plays it a little bit and yeah, it's, it's definitely a unique card game sort of thing. Yeah because it constantly updates itself and all the cards are updated as well. Yes. Unlike with normal trading card games where it's a reprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm a fan of the strategy games. Hmm. And so... Well, again, I would like you to try out Overwatch a little bit. Yes, I. that does look like a, a lot of fun. Oh, I, trust me, the events that you get to play in there are pretty good too. You get to have a snowball fight, uh, <laughs> two PvEs, one where you're going up against Halloween-themed stuff. Oh, wow. Which is more of a defense, tower defense kind of setup in a way. Okay. You've also got uh, an actual mission per se, but it's PVE. Right. Uh, two of them actually. Okay. Yeah, and you've also got capture the flag for the Lunar New Year. You have Lucio Ball as well, and you get a lot of fun games in there. Lucio Ball. <laughs> Essentially soccer, but everybody uses Lucio. Oh, I, I see. It's a play on words. Got it. Yeah. It was originally made for the Summer Olympics. Mm -hmm. yeah, let's see, Winter Wonderland, obviously <laughs> that's always been for good old uh, Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Lunar New Year, pick your poison. It's freaking Lunar New Year, guys. <laughs> Chinese New Year. Gongshifasai, yeah. <laughs> I believe is one of the, how that's pronounced. Forgive uh, me, all you folks who speak that language natively or know how to speak it fluently. Yeah, all the people I cringing. I have not heard it in ages, so <laughs> my apologies. Yeah. I got the general gist of it right. If I messed it up and made a horrible insult, my deepest apologies. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, of course, Junkenstein's <laughs> Revenge, Halloween theme, and they have their Retribution event, or the Overwatch Archives, as it's called, hmm. which is your big PvE thing. That's fun. And if you get to have some more backstory on different characters through that one in particular. Oh, interesting. And the other ones are more fun little activities you get to do. There's also Yeti Hunt that they did, where it's a win one Winston against like six maze. Oh wow. <laughs> the maze have to survive. Do they have to last the timer? 
And then Winston has to take everybody down. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets angry, when the monkey gets angry, you don't care what you're doing. You just run and hide. <laughs> like, just, you don't get in the way of a monkey. You don't get in the way of an angry Winston. No. Not the I mean, first time I said that. With Doomfist, he's got a he knows that full well. I mean, like, have you ever been punched in the face by a gen angry, genetically enhanced and modified gorilla? I could arrange that. <laughs> I mean, that's how he got beaten was ticking Winston off. Yeah. <laughs> well, good to know. Ouch. I, I won't bother him then. Yeah, you don't mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's one character you don't mess with if he was in real life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fun characters. Overwatch has got a lot of good personality to it. For sure. Yeah, Blizzard is, they're, they're pretty, you can tell they're a really good gaming uh, they studio. They listen to their community. They, I mean, come on, look at World of Warcraft, Starcraft, oh, Diablo. Yeah. Starcraft. Recently, yeah. they've also got Destiny in their roster, um, Hearthstone, uh, Heroes, Heroes of the, of the Storm. Storm, and and of course, Overwatch. All these games, they still keep going. Yeah. Keep updating and keep working on. And each of them are like really well known too. Mm -hmm. It's there's not really a game that Blizzard has made where they're like, oh, I, I well, haven't heard of that. Well, there are a few games that they've made that are a little obscure, like the Vikings game they did oh, ages back. Oh, the Lost Vikings. Yeah, Lost Vikings. <laughs> Literally, they may have some obscure titles, but they are relatively well known. Yeah, <laughs> you can actually play as the. Three Lost Vikings and Heroes of the Storm. They're, all three of them are one character. It's really funny. I don't even know how that works. It's kind of like Ice Climbers in Smash Brothers. Oh dear, I just found a way you can lag the game. <laughs> Everybody picks the three Vikings. <laughs> I don't... I, game lag! I don't know if uh, it allows it you... Have, if there's a custom game mode capable for it. Then probably you could do yeah, that. Yeah, it'll be like having all the characters, all players possible, be Ice Climbers in a uh, Super Smash Brothers game. Have fun with one frame per hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how to kill your device. Ice climbers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you have to drag two characters that are being separately controlled on the same controller by one person. Yeah. With the Vikings, you have three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And the, they're really funny, just because... Well, it's a team dynamic they've got already. Yeah. Hopefully they probably just use... They're probably just all treated as one character. Mm -hmm. So, that just... The only thing that would cause lag is tracking yeah. the actual player model. Whenever an individual character runs, you can just hear them like... <laughs> and it's really funny. <laughs> Scrat, what are you doing? Back to the Ice Age with you. Here, hey, you want an card? Go get it! <laughs> I was thinking about Ice Age the other day. That's a fun yeah, movie. Scrat's funny. Scrat is so funny. I mean, seriously. How has he not been a major meme? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you a fan of the newer Ice Ages? I haven't seen I've those. I've not seen the one that involves all the meteorites. I've seen Dawn of the Dinos and Continental Drift. Okay. And I like Continental... Going backwards here, I like Continental Drift. Yeah. Because it kind of references the Odyssey. Oh, okay. With the sirens and kind of the fact they're out at sea, having to deal with all these sorts of monsters, right. traps and tricks, and yada, 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 yada. Mm -hmm. Plus, Scrat, his gags are always good. <laughs> Don't become more than a rodent. No. And we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the other ones? Let's see. The one beforehand, Donna Dinos. Oh, Buck, you are gloriously funny, you little weasel. Oh, that's right. Scrat, eh? She got what she deserved. Yeah. Just like, 
I'm going to try to charm you again. Nope. Bye-bye. No! <laughs> yeah. Let's see, Ice Age 2. Aw, oh, the wheel kitties avoid the water. Okay, there are tiny dino monsters that have thought out. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, kind of scary. And vultures. Oh, great. Quit vulturing so much. <laughs> Good musical number. But back off. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not supposed to be on top of people's shoulders like, just die already. Just die already. I know, that's, already. that's so just creepy. Just die already. They're supposed to just be like, Anything good around here? Nope, okay, let's go this way. Exactly. Then again, it would make for a fun movie. That's Ice true. Age 1. Oh my heavens. That's my favorite one. That one got some good jokes. I love like, that one. Let's see. The uh, fight against the saber tooths. Oh, the, yeah. The uh, Museum of Frozen History and Future. Oh, oh yeah, it's the UFO in it. <laughs> Where they're just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's like a Benny Hill, Scooby Doo sort of event going on there. <laughs> I was just like, just put Benny Hill to that, and you've got it beautifully, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy one there. Oh, those, oh gosh. those this, are fun. This has been a half hour or so of us rambling. That's right. And see, those are the best conversations, in my opinion, just be able to... You know, say what's on your mind, have it be totally spontaneous. Well, I guess it wouldn't be spilling the beans without that. No. You know, because, I mean, there, there are times where, you know, you have a, like, a set thing to talk about, like a general mm -hmm. kind of, like, guidelines to follow. But I think it's best when it's just genuine, you know, just for the moment. Yep. However, like in Pirates of the Caribbean, the code is more really, like, guidelines and actual rules. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, so one thing I did want to talk about um, at one point in the episode um, was the topic of uh, bullying. I know there's a lot of, uh, a lot of kids. I work at um, the elementary school by the AF library, and um, I've seen a lot of kids be bullied, and I'm, I'm a defender of bullying. You know, I, I have no tolerance you for it. You defend the bullied. Right. And I, I call out the boys, you know, I say, hey, look, what you're doing isn't okay, and you need to pay the consequences for it. And, you know, I send them to the office yeah. or, you know, whatever the situation calls for. But mm -hmm. um, I wish there were more uh, people that wouldn't be afraid to, like, go out and say, hey, look, what you're doing isn't okay, you know. And so I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. Well... Honestly, one place where bullying occurs is the internet. And people, I'm just saying this, gonna say this outright right now, and you're probably sick and tired of hearing this, but even though the internet does provide a level of anonymity, meaning you're anonymous pretty much on the internet, that doesn't give you the right to be a jerk. Yeah, I know I'm being a little forceful here, but I'm saying it as it is. Yeah. On the internet, you're supposed to be polite, civil. This is a place where people from all walks of life and all nationalities, all shapes, sizes, histories, ancestries, etc. This is where we, they can have a common meeting ground. A place where they can become a community. Absolutely. But if someone tells you to stop doing something and it's actually hurting them in some way, please stop. You will... 
it hurts not only the person being bullied, but the person bullying. It's right. a double-edged sword that will constantly come back to bite you. I've not really bullied myself, but I've been bullied a little bit, and I will admit, I could have handled it much better. We all could. Absolutely. But if you are being bullied, you need to let them know that it's not cool. Just say, hey, please stop picking on me. Try to be civil about it. And if they keep doing it, then depending where you are, talk to a person. If, you're, if it's happening at school, go talk with the administration, you know, like the counselors and the principal and such. The principal wants, they want to help you. Yes. Right? They're not scary people. They're really nice people. Most of the time, yeah. Usually they're nice. It's yeah. just, when they're scary, it's because they're trying to help you know what you did wrong. And they do it because, in a way, they're supposed to care for you, in a sense. Not like your mom and dad do, but they are responsible for you as a student. Yeah. Because the parents are trusting them to care for the kids mm -hmm. to help them learn yeah if it's on the internet and they're you want to make sure that the site moderators know what's going on then they can take and they can recommend and issue out the um uh correct consequences yeah yeah but if you're face to face with someone and they're actually pushing you like literally pushing you around you have every right to defend yourself. Absolutely. If they're throwing punches, you throw punches back, but don't hurt them too bad. Yeah. You don't kick them while they're down. You just defend yourself, and if they run off, then you tell them, tell people higher up, you know, like, you know, guards, um, uh, teachers, faculty, staff, and all that stuff. You tell them what happened, and if they hear about that fight, you tell them, I felt threatened. And I defended myself. Yeah. Because you defended yourself. That is self-defense. Now, it doesn't mean when someone calls you a name, slug them in the face. <laughs> right. That's not what I mean. They're calling you names, and it's really hurting you, and you've told them all the time to stop doing it. Please, just get up, leave, port them. Right. All they want is a reaction. Yeah. Because there's a reason why people bully and it, to them, it makes them feel good, but it still hurts them more. Right. It's only a temporary fix, which mm -hmm. is why they feel a constant need to do it, because it doesn't last, you know? Yeah. There's better ways to get your jollies, people. Yeah. I think the problem with the internet is that, you know, it, it is that... People are always like, freedom of speech, oh, you're gonna be complete, oh, how rude of you, you're violating the freedom of speech. The freedom of speech is that you are free to say what is on your mind. However, you have a responsibility as a person to be considerate of others. Yes. A responsibility. It's a rule of sorts. Mm -hmm. So if you're causing someone harm, it is the responsible, the right thing to do to stop causing that harm and to be considerate of their feelings, their rules if you would yes the problem i i mean there's so many stories of you know people being bullied on maybe social media or texting and yeah 
that the, sort of thing you report. Yes. With texting, for instance, you know, via that, you have the a access to their number. You have access to their contact information. If you had it as a text, you say that text and use it as evidence. You tell them, yeah. you tell folks who can take action against it, not you, that's vengeance. Nobody should take revenge. Yeah. Revenge is even more poisonous. Yeah. You don't get back at them. You tell them, this is what they're tell saying to me. It's really hurting me. Someone please take action. Like, heck, I'm pretty sure police can get involved if it's bad enough. Yeah. But if it's a family or like the neighbor, someone in your school that's cyberbullying you like that, you tell your principal and your parents about it and yeah. they will contact the parents and the parents of that person, that family of that person will contact them. Yes. Even in a workplace you can get bullied. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. You talk with your supervisor. You tell your supervisor what's going on. You tell them that this is hurting you. You tell them who is the one hurting you like that. Yes. And you and the person who is hurting you like that, you tell them, hey, I'm sorry if I'm offending you, but I don't like how you're treating me. I'm be respectful to others. Yeah. If you say respect has to be earned outright, that's not right. In my opinion, the way I view things, respect has an unconditional capability. I respect others unconditionally, so thus I don't swear, I don't try to hurt them. Yeah. Even the worst of people. I do my best to treat with respect and dignity because we're all people. Absolutely. They are not a monster that's been hiding under my bed. They're not the freaking, they're not Godzilla. They're not King Kong. They're not this creature out of my nightmares. They are another human being. Yeah. With their own lives, their own background, their own heart and soul. Exactly, yeah. They are just like Mm -hmm. And just like you guys, yeah, you treat each other with respect. And you'll be surprised how far that kindness can take you. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's a beautiful cycle. Yes, it, it's, it's really amazing. There really is so much power in being kind and respectful. I mean, like if somebody isn't that nice to you, but you don't retaliate and you remain kind, they're almost uncomfortable because they just don't know how to react you know they feel yep. so bad it's it, like, it's you so know fascinating the phrase on the internet where someone's talking flack about a guy and that guy goes love you too <laughs> that's kind of a way of bouncing back like <laughs> funny yeah you're a beautiful human being too mm -hmm. like that just completely catches them off guard yeah something i've noticed um is that you know, I'll be reading through maybe comments on Facebook or something and people will be saying stuff and I'm just thinking, well, they probably wouldn't say that in real life. They just feel... Because they feel like they have this shield they can hide behind right. the internet. They're... But here's the thing, guys. Yeah. Everything you do on the internet stays on the internet forever. It's somewhere and in cyberspace. And people that are looking at hiring you for a job, they'll look for everything you've done on the internet. Yeah. Your cyber footprint. Yes. And believe you me... Sometimes they can be pretty thorough. We don't know how that happened to, my, to me myself, but, the, but for some pretty big jobs, they will go through your internet stuff. Yeah. I mean, look what happened with all the craziness of the various elections that recently occurred. Yeah. How it was all about Hillary's emails or Russians causing problems. <laughs> Guys, I've heard the news. That's been on the news for two years. No offense, but get over it. <laughs> And also, Hillary's emails, it's 
It's become a joke now. Great. You got our emails. Move on. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Like seriously, guys. Quit beating this dead horse. Yeah. It's not getting up. It's not going to move anymore. So just get on to the first. Right. Just move on. Mm -hmm. Let's be civil and respectful. Yeah. I wish there were there was a lot more of that in civility and respect in yeah, in politics today, especially. I mean, I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons I don't really get involved in politics yeah. because it just feels like a slap fest. I mean, little kids are better at solving problems like that than the adults who are doing politicking. I know they they at it's least kind of sad. Yeah, they know how to treat people way better than adults do most of the time. To be honest. They're super nice, you know, they'll... Yeah, they, I they, mean, look at MasterChef and MasterChef Junior, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I mean... I mean, what are the... Specifically how the competitors and cooks treat each other. In MasterChef, they're all like, I am going to sabotage you in some way. Yeah. Mark my words. This is foul play. I call bullcrap, this and that. But with the kids, they're like... Oh, okay, here. You all right there? Hey, you doing awesome? Oh, just big genuine hugs and the gonna miss you. It's just, it's so sweet. Yeah. Like, kids, just please keep that childlike love of other people. Absolutely. all the time, guys. It will take you very far. And I feel like um, what something that would help in our society a lot more is if we had more influences. Like, more um, positive influences? Like Mr. Rogers. Do you remember him? Who could forget the Mr. Rogers? Did you ever watch his show? I remember seeing that on PBS. Oh, <laughs> uh, wouldn't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Uh, such a fun character. Such a fun guy that he had all the little puppet characters yeah. in the trolley. Just oh, mm -hmm. so cool. And one of my favorite things was he wasn't afraid to tackle. Some you know, big issues. Yeah, yeah, issues that, you know, it, it might not be the easiest to talk to your kids about, but... Yeah, I mean, heck, he always wore a cardigan, not just because it looked nice, but also to make himself look more friendly. Because sure. he was in the military and he had tattoos all over his arms. Well, um, I actually don't know if that's true or not. We'll have to do well, research. that's one theory. That's but that, that's a theory. The internet, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, if that was the case, I'd be like, well, you got to give him points for wanting to look more approachable yeah and i loved how you know he and if he just wore it because he likes wearing cardigans well hey i'd say he really pulls it off <laughs> yeah just he does had that warm smile every time and just yeah. like you almost felt like you were with a guy who was yeah. wanting to talk exactly kind of like a, a well a friendly neighbor yeah i mean i remember as a kid watching that show and i mean obviously they were reruns but of course um, it was a pretty old show yeah but I felt like, you know, he was talking to me, you know, I felt like he was actually my friend, you know, and, yeah. and you know, it, it was awesome. I loved it. And, you and know. And you get to laugh with everybody as you saw the puppet characters have their little yeah. moments and shenanigans. Yeah. And like, yep. All righty, Mr. Rogers, what's the moral of this story? And he's like, well, here's the moral of the story. This is one way. What they did is one way it can be presented. Mm -hmm. And let's recap. And then just... Off they go, off to the next show, and just, it was really sweet. Yeah. I mean, actually, if I'm remembering correct, Sesame Street even tackled some pretty big topics. That's possible. I don't remember, but I'm yeah, sure they I mean, did. Yeah, like, you'd be surprised 
just how much little kids shows, even today, how much they can, what kind of topics they can tackle. Oh, yeah? If I may be blunt here. Sure. There has been an episode of MLP where they kind of talk about death in the mourning process, but where, in this case, a character doesn't die. Yeah. It's just, it's set up to where it can be a way of showing the pain yeah. Losing a loved one in a way. That can be the interpretation. That's a good interpretation. Yeah. It. I mean, it's kind of interesting. You just when you look at some of the deeper meanings behind things, you can see some pretty interesting stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, how even the most despised people might just be wanting a friend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, a little kindness can go a long way. Yes. That that is definitely. I wish. Uh, you know, more people would understand that around the world, you know? It's like, it's super easy to succumb to those knee-jerk reactions of like, hey, you said this, you know, like, I'm going to yeah. retaliate. But it it, re it really is harder yeah, sometimes to do the right thing. Yeah, sometimes it's better to just take a couple days, take a, just step back and be like, okay, I am not in the right mindset to be able to handle this. Yeah. I'm going to take a break. Mm -hmm. When I come back, Gonna do my best to make sure that I'm in a better state of mind. Yeah. To discuss this civilly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and I've noticed this a lot in the Marvel movies. Uh, characters will um, act on their immediate emotions, and the results are never good. And I'm sure you can think of a few yeah. examples. A few, but let's not get into spoiler territory here. That's true. But and you know, and they like even some of the villains are pretty. They really do make you think. I mean, look at Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. He was a villain character who grew and developed alongside our hero character in the same way. Yeah. Just how you can see what he's doing this for, why he's doing this. How he has a, hesit a reluctance to go further in. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, fascinating. What he's doing is wrong. It's just he's stuck. Mm -hmm. I have to think that if he was shown a not like if the folks then who are the government was being who the was you know the government characters, if he took the if they took the time to think, you know what, you're right, we are taking jobs here, and you guys do have families to feed, and we do, and. Well, you guys are already doing the salvage work, so yeah. how about we work? How about you guys, since you're already working as cleanup crew here in the city already, why not just work with us at damage control? I mean, you get to still provide with your, for your family. Heck, we might actually bump up your paycheck a fair bit. Yeah. Actually, a lot bit, actually. <laughs> Prob honest. Probably with a project like and who that. who knows? They would even potentially have access to some of the tech if they were able to, you know, be on good enough behavior. <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that, but yeah. They should have at least, you know, compensated them. Yeah, I mean, not just with a single check. Like, these guys, this is their work. This is their life. At least given them a position them to go the to. the capability of still doing this job. Yeah. The cleanup crew themselves. And let them keep providing for their families. Sure. Because... That was the main reason. I mean, their intentions were pure. They truly were altruistic, yeah. It's just the execution. Right. So. And yeah, again, the government characters in that movie, yeah, they, wow, 
Yeah, they were a little frustrating. <laughs> they did real. Did they not see that coming? <laughs> yeah. You got like I mean, Vision said himself, the amount of vil of superpowered individuals has increased exponentially ever since Mr. Stark announced himself as Iron Man. Yes. So yeah, considering the causes of these different exponential rises, yeah, um, <laughs> you might want to try to make things transition. Yeah. Calmly. Mm -hmm. Basically, what it all comes down to is just treat people with respect, you know, and I mean, heck, help others. Even the guys that are beneath you actually have some gems of wisdom. Absolutely. They may not have MIT degrees. They might not come from the Ivy League schools or be Stephen Hawking's successor or the next Einstein or, or whatever. Yeah. You can just be a little kid like, hey, think, what about this idea? Think on it. It might actually be a good idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Someone who has literally like no idea what the thing is, mm -hmm. they could surprise you with what they know. Yeah. I mean, politicians, in a way, for kids, adults don't have all the answers per se, mm -hmm. but they have the wisdom to be able to help us understand what we need to do and what avenues to pursue to be able to try to help things work. Yeah comes down to the individual. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's a good note to end on. What do you think? I'd say that is. Yeah, again, just respect, civility, kindness, and bring smiles to people's faces. Genuine, happy smiles. Yes. Wholeheartedly agree. Well, excellent. Um, what did you think of this experience so far? You enjoyed well, your time? Definitely was a good rambling on my part. Yeah, it feels Sorry if I talk people's ears off. No, it's sometimes it's good to, you know, speak your mind, have know that people are listening, you know. Yeah. It's Excellent. It's really good to be able to talk about this sort of stuff and have my have a voice heard. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and people will be able to listen to this and hopefully they'll be able to hear They won't even laugh. <laughs> they won't even laugh. I might laugh. Well. I just went into my Junkrat voice. I was wondering when I was going to show up. <laughs> I was too, to be perfectly oh, honest. Oh, goodness gracious. Jameson Fox here off the mic. Well. Give me that back. Thank it, you. If I was a gambling man, I would bet that people would laugh, but I'm not. So I'm just going to predict that people will laugh. <laughs> oh, trust me. Uh, oh, crap. That was too close to the Gladys voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was too close. Yeah, I was starting to hit that register and that particular tone. I'm like, nope, nope, not doing that one. That's the one you don't like. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us an honorary sign-off? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and people and denizens of all, of all walks of life here on this beautiful thing we call the Internet, I have, this has been your host, Chris Bean. Thank you. Thank you very much. This has been your first guest of the show, Carter Reading. Yes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies and gents, I would just like to say thank you so much for listening. Leave us your thoughts down below. We want to hear from you. Or however it all works. I don't yeah. know how comments or anything work. but Comments and stuff <laughs> like just and discuss. Feel free to discuss this civilly down below, down in the various ways that you can give feedback amongst each other. Yeah. We love you guys today. We spilled some beans as well. And <laughs> adios, amigos. <laughs> right, ready? Three, two, one, sick. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Spilling Wait, the Beans. Hold it. What? This was. I thought this was your. You saw. I thought you said this was the first episode. This is actually the fourth episode I've recorded. Did you know that? You're you? ju- you're the first guest I've had on my show. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. I interrupted. Cut. It's all right. No worries. Should we start again? Yeah, we can just edit that out. Uh, <clears throat> okay. All right, we'll cut it. All right. Or at least the uh, screw up bit. Anywho, let's yeah. try that again. All righty. Three, two, one. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I believe they used that uh, term in the, Sorry, in the new movie somebody... that came out. What was that? Oh. <laughs> Somebody's shoes here. Yeah, go ahead and set those to the side. Yeah, we'll let that one out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Courtney, we're just doing a podcast. 